0: Welcome to the Brisbane Property Podcast with your hosts, Melinda and Scott Jennison from Streamline Property Buyers, your local Brisbane property specialists.
1: Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Brisbane Property Podcast. It's market update time. Um, My name is Scott Jennison. I'm the Acquisitions Manager here at Streamline Property Buyers.
0: Welcome back everybody. Third week in in 2024 and I hope you've all settled back into the routine. For those that are still on holidays, lucky you. Um, And for those that are back at work, I hope that um, it hasn't been too tough after the, the Christmas holiday period. As Scott has pointed out, it is Market Update Day and as usual, we've collated all of the latest data to help you provide Uh, or to provide you with a summary of what's actually been happening in Brisbane. Of course, this data will relate to the December period of 2023. And it also gives us an opportunity to reflect back on the 12 month performance for the calendar year. So we've got a lot of information that we're gonna pack in to this episode and we hope you find it really valuable.
1: And I guess I've got to touch on the the last episode that we did talk about um, how we mentioned our boys were involved in a water polo championships here in Brisbane. Um, we had a successful couple of weeks with the UQ Barrow Water Polo Club. Um, boys did very well, girls did very well. It's, it's a fantastic tournament, a lot of fun had by everyone. The weather has been a little bit strange up here in Brisbane. We've had uh, some very, very humid weather and a lot of rain. So, uh, those people that were visiting, um, they've got a taste of some real tropical sort of weather, I must admit, at the moment. So,
0: yeah, it's not unusual of you to try and put that weather update into the front of the podcast. So, um, for those that have missed the weather update, there it is for you. I hope you've enjoyed that. Um, but I will say, you know, as um, major sponsors of the UQ Water Polo Barracudas. Club here in Brisbane, Streamline Property Buyers are really proud to support youngsters when they are looking to develop their skills in in any sport, but in this case, water polo. So, if you're wanting to get involved in water polo here in Brisbane, reach out to UQ Water Polo Barracudas Club, and um, they'll be able to develop your skills and um, and who knows where that could lead.
1: Yeah, a long way. So, the market update, um, which is what we're going to be discussing now um, in the podcast. Um, Obviously, things have big year uh, in Brisbane. Um, we've, as we talked about in the in the wrap up to last year, how how the market changed throughout the year, um, continue to seem to move forward um, and go up in value. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've seen some significant changes from um, the start of twenty twenty three.
0: Yes, we absolutely have. So um, despite five interest rate rises, we saw significant dwelling value growth across all of greater Brisbane throughout the 12-month period. Now, if you will recall back in January 2023, markets across Australia, and certainly here in Brisbane, were still in negative growth territory. However, if you listen back to our podcast, or in fact, read our published blog on the Streamlined Property Buyers website for January 2023, 12 months ago, we were reporting in a definite change in buyer sentiment on the ground. And obviously, being on the ground, being local, being out and about every single weekend, it gives us an advantage because we can see the indicators in real time before it filters through to the data. Of course, by March and April, we started to see that filter through in settled sale prices where we saw a turnaround start to happen. And then in the following nine months, um, in the latter months of 2023, we saw that significant price pressure, um, which is a consequence of low supply and high buyer demand. We saw that reflect in in market prices escalating month on month. The highest uh, growth or the, the growth rates started to ease through the last three months, which we'll talk about, of 2023. So still positive growth, but um, much higher in October than in December. So we'll be interested to see how that plays out at the commencement of 2024.
1: Yeah, and it's interesting when when people were predicting things back at the start of 2023, and yet over, over that 12-month period to December, we saw a dwelling increase um, in Brisbane of 13.1%, um, which I believe was only second behind Perth nationally.
0: Actually, I think that's house price increases of of 13.1%. So, you know, really strong growth in Brisbane. Um, And second only behind Perth in terms of capital growth, as you've pointed out, Scott. But then, you know, other capital city markets such as Hobart, Hobart, Darwin, and Canberra um, experienced very little growth over the same 12 month period. So, Hobart negative 0.8%, Darwin negative 0.1%, and Canberra just 0.5%. And that's at the same time as Brisbane experienced growth of 13.1%. And sorry, Scott, you are right. That was dwelling value changes. So, um, it's a really interesting market. And I think 2023 brought about uh the the facts in that local drivers of supply and demand is what truly drives property values because all markets across Australia were exposed to the same macroeconomic environments, and yet some markets um performed much better than others when we're looking at that national data. So interesting year that it was.
1: And, and still affordability side of it, listings, um, things like that. So obviously listings remain very, very low. um, And we've seen that stay and, and continue to stay very, very low as well.
0: Yes, if we look at the SQM listings information or or the data that's available to us um, and we compare November 2023 through to December twenty three, we saw total listing numbers decline 8.93% across the two months and we saw new listings decline 32.56%. Now this is off the back of very low listing volumes now compared to our 5 or 10 year average here in Brisbane. We're still down at least 30% on our long-term trend. Now that is a seasonal trend. Typically in December we do see listing volumes fall as more sellers are focused on Christmas and, you know, entertaining family and friends as opposed to selling their home and we do expect listing volumes to Increase slightly again in January and February, potentially, as those sellers held off um, that held off in December are more likely to bring their properties into the market.
1: Yeah, I was going to touch on that actually I, from what we hear and um, talking on the ground as well. Um, there is a lot of talk that, you know, everyone's having that Christmas break and extended. Um, some agents are definitely having a little bit of an extended break compared to us. Um, but then um, with school going back, um, we've got a straight A, we've got school going back, things will come back into the norm. Um, and I think, as as you've said, um, there'll probably be, I'm not saying there definitely will be, but I wouldn't be surprised if there's, if more listings start to come to the market. Um, and there's a lot of properties that, that start to come to the market and people are just waiting that time to hit the market um, as school goes back.
0: I will say also, when we look at the difference between the listing volumes in 2022 compared to 2023, especially in the 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 latter parts of the year. So I've got data up to the December the 3rd, which is mostly the November listing data reported by CoreLogic. Total listings were down 18.3% year on year um, and new listings were down 9.8%. So listing volumes month on month Had declined, but also year on year. So it just gives you a snapshot of what's actually happening in Brisbane, um, and that that real shortage of available stock at a time when buyer demand is still fairly
1: heightened. And Brisbane still on the radar for a lot of professionals around the country. So I believe there's a a hot 100 suburbs to watch in 2024, um, and there's about 10% that are made up of Greater Brisbane suburbs.
0: That's right. So a lot of professionals from around Australia, myself included, being the president of the Real Estate Buyers Agents Association of Australia, um, contributed some ideas of where we think um, investors should watch, or home buyers, in fact, uh, for the next twelve months. So, if you already have not investigated the hot one hundred suburbs to watch for twenty twenty four, it's something you can pop into Google and you can find out more about those areas that have been recommended. And as Scott said, um, Brisbane makes up ten um, of that total list, so ten percent of the the total one hundred. And this is a nationwide. Uh, report. So the fact that we've got such a high concentration of suburbs here in Brisbane indicates that Brisbane is on the radar for many of the professionals that work all around Australia.
1: Yeah, and I definitely, and that's not a surprise, obviously, with the lead up towards the 2032 Olympics, um, that, that a lot of people are focused on Brisbane in those areas. So as Melinda said, have a look at that um, hot 100 suburbs in Australia. Um, it's put together, as, as Melinda mentioned as well, by professionals in the industry. So um, it's good to get that little bit of variety from all the people that are on the ground and, and do this day in, day out as well. So auction uh, results. And obviously, we've got some information as we normally do from Apollo Auctions.
0: Yes. When we look at the number of registered bidders month on month, so when we compare November to December, we actually saw um, the average number of registered bidders decline slightly. So in November, we were at 3.67 people per auction registering to bid, but in December, that dropped to 3.3 bidders per auction. I will say though, that the number of active bidders actually increased from month to month. So in November, the active bidding rate was 58 but in December, 65.4%. So that is the number of people who did register who actually put forward a bid on a property. So perhaps buyers got a little bit hungrier as we moved into the Christmas period and they were more willing to raise their paddle. Clearance rates month on month um, decreased slightly. So from 63.25% in November to 57% um, of what's happening.
1: So if we um, if we jump across to dwelling values, um, and we've seen dwelling values increase in December, one um, percent.
0: That's right. Uh, now, for many people that may have been listening to the headlines and paying attention, you may have heard that for the first time in a long time, Brisbane dwelling values are now more expensive than Melbourne dwelling values. So um, it's something that a lot of people are confusing with house values being more expensive than uh, Melbourne house values. In actual fact, dwelling values um, are more expensive here in Brisbane um, as at the end of December. And that's due to the compositional change in in different properties between the two cities. Uh, There are more units in Melbourne than there are in Brisbane and units are typically... Uh, at a lower price point. So remember, dwelling values are a combination of both house values and unit values. In actual fact, when we look at the data, house values in Brisbane remain $72,000 lower than house values in Melbourne. And uh, I believe unit values from memory um, are still 40 something thousand dollars lower than unit values in Melbourne. So apologies, I don't have the exact number. I'm working off memory, but um, those dwelling values um, are definitely more expensive here in Brisbane simply because of the change in the type of property um, and the compositional difference between the two cities. So don't be confused by that. It is still a more affordable market when you break it down into houses and units. And
1: I think working off memory, I, I would not doubt you'd be pretty close with those numbers anyway. <laughs> um, annual growth, as, as as we mentioned earlier, um, sitting at increased annually of three, 13.1%. Um, and then the median dwelling values for Greater Brisbane Uh, is $787,217, which is $7,947 more than last month.
0: That's right. And uh, when we look at the median dwelling value in Melbourne, that's $780,457. So uh, Brisbane has edged ahead by just under $7,000 this month. Um, And in fact, that is representative of the price growth at a median value level for um, that one month period. When we look at quarterly growth here in Brisbane for dwelling values, we're sitting at 3.7%. Last month, that was 3.9%. So we're starting to see an easing in the rate of growth, although it's still very strong month on month.
1: And PropTrack, obviously, that was the core logic data. And then Mm -hmm. um, as we report normally, PropTrack, we saw an increase in dwellings of 0.27% with the median price at $783,000.
0: Very similar medians as reported by CoreLogic there. So um, the fact that PropTrack data also confirms positive dwelling price growth for the month of Brisbane um, is reassuring. Um, And it also confirms that the monthly and annual growth uh, performance in Brisbane has actually exceeded the national and the capital city averages. So uh, Brisbane has definitely been an outperformer at a national level over the last twelve months. An area
1: that we've seen move uh, move around a little bit and change over over some period of time now is obviously the segments of the markets. And it's always interesting to see what part of the market has actually changed, um, and who's doing all the work at the moment in that part.
0: Yeah, it's a good question. Now, last month, we actually saw slightly stronger growth in the lowest 25% of property or rather dwelling values. Now, we did report that there was um, a big uplift in unit value median price growth and that uh, being dwelling values um, can also sway um, some of the, the data that's reflected in those median Dwelling value movements. Uh, Now, the top 25% and the middle 50% of the market were not far behind last month. When we look at the CoreLogic data now, um, the top end of the market and the bottom end of the market, so that's the top 25% of property values and the lowest 25% of property values, are actually performing at an equal rate of growth, 4.1% over the quarter. Um, And it's actually the middle segment of the market. So those properties around that median dwelling value of around that $780,000, that's sitting at 3.7% growth. So the top end and the bottom end leading the growth here in Brisbane at the moment. And
1: not a a lot of change in that from the 4.1 to 3.7. So it's fairly, fairly consistent. But as you said, the top end and the bottom end doing a lot of the hard work in that side of it.
0: And it is a different It's a different trend here in Brisbane to a lot of other markets mm. around the, the, the Australia as well. So, um, for example, Sydney and Melbourne, um, it's actually the bottom end of the market or the middle part of the market that's leading the growth, whereas the top end of the market has really fallen away. Um, the same is true for Adelaide, Perth, um, Hobart. Um, and also Darwin, Um, the ACT is the only other capital city market where the top end of the market is actually performing better than the middle segment and the bottom segment of the market. So, again, you know, getting an understanding of what is actually happening at a local level Um, can add enormous value for you as a property buyer. Because when you look at median value changes, it's so important to understand that not every property moves in line with a median dwelling change or a median house value change. And there are different segments within the market that might be moving at different rates. And that's obviously where you can get enormous benefit by partnering with a local buyers agent who can help to guide you on price in different segments of the market.
1: So house prices, um, and, and as we've, we've talked about dwelling, so if we move on to the house prices and we've seen an increase in December of 1%, according to CoreLogic, um, and it's the first month that it's it's probably been a little, well, we say it's a little bit lower, but it's still moved at one point one percent in the uh, housing market.
0: Yeah, the month prior we were at 1.4%. So a little bit of a slowdown in the rate of growth, but still very strong growth. At the median value level, that 1% growth is 5,000. more than just one month ago. And that puts the median house value in Brisbane at $875,991. So um, a big difference in the median dwelling price and the median house price here in Brisbane. Um, But that's something that obviously most people understand when you're shopping for a house versus a unit, um, you know, the price point is going to be very different. So looking at dwelling values can sometimes be a little bit misleading.
1: And uh, PropTrack also an increase there was 0.32% to the median value of $879,000 for house prices.
0: That's right. And house price growth in Brisbane, according to PropTrack, has surpassed both the national and the capital city averages for all of Australia. So it also confirms that the housing market here in Brisbane has certainly outperformed compared to most other capital city markets around the
1: country. Not surprising, the unit market, um, an increase there, further 1.1% growth in the month.
0: Yeah, so it appears that the housing market over the last 12 months in Brisbane slightly outperformed the unit market when we look at that 12 month period. So we look at annual unit price growth, that recorded a change of 12.2% over 12 months. Um, whereas house prices changed 13.3% over the same period of time. Now, if you are a regular podcast listener, you might recall that last month at the end of November, we recorded that the unit market was still outperforming the house market here in Brisbane. So that has changed just in the last month, which is an interesting trend, but both segments of the market, very strong 12-month growth, regardless of what asset type you might have owned um, the median value right now for all of Greater Brisbane for a unit um, is $561,016. And that's actually $8,684 more than last month.
1: And that's about $61,000 more over the year.
0: Yeah, it's a big change. And, um, you know, when people look at what what might have been selling this time last year, um, and they're looking at a unit and they they now realise that you'll need $61,000 more potentially to buy the same unit because of the rate of growth, it's it's hard to take. And, you know, if we reflect back to the house market um, with the growth that was experienced in the housing segment of the market, um, at a median value level, uh, a median value house 12 months ago will now cost you $102,821 more. So, you know, hard to digest when we're looking at a 12-month period, that very strong month-on-month capital appreciation. And it is important for buyers to understand that rate of growth, because when you are looking at more recent comparable sales, you really have to factor in that market growth that has occurred uh, when you're looking at any properties that have sold.
1: Uh, and prop tracked for units, uh, interestingly, it, it shows negative 0.1%, one percent, zero one percent which is obviously a median price then of $580,000.
0: Yeah, so again, prop track data for the second month in a row has shown uh, a very, very small negative change in median values for units across Brisbane. Um, not sure why the prop track data and the core logic data don't align, but um, you know we're not seeing big numbers in, in negative growth territory there. So certainly from what we're seeing in the inner and middle ring markets in that that unit space in Brisbane, uh, very strong demand, prices continuing to increase. Uh, we're not really in the market for any um, units in the areas of greater Brisbane, so can't really comment on, on what might be happening in some of those areas that are much further away from the CBD.
1: So the rental market, um, obviously it has been very, very tight over, over the 12-month period. Um, vacancy rates at the moment?
0: Yeah, so they moved from 0.9% um, in November to 1% in December. So that's very, very minor. Um, it's well below the peak in 2016 or 2017 where vacancy rates sat at around 4%. Now, there's been some commentary, again, in the news that vacancy rates have spiked and the rental crisis Is over, Um, simply not the case. What happens is a seasonal trend where we do see vacancy rates typically increase around December as um, more properties are advertised for rent. Um, It doesn't mean those properties are typically available immediately, but sometimes property managers will advertise property for rent well before the tenant vacates, especially when we've got a Christmas and New Year period in play. So uh, sometimes those those changes in the data can, um, it's important to understand why that's occurring because it can be a seasonal trend. Um, if we look at some of the uh, specific areas within Brisbane and what's happening in terms of vacancy rate trends, the Beenleigh Corridor uh, currently sitting at 0.8. So we saw a slight uptick between November and December of 0.1% change there. The Brisbane CBD is interesting um, typically, we'll see a seasonal trend where vacancy rates increase in the Brisbane CBD. And we certainly have experienced that over a number of years, but not in the last um, two years. That is the 2021-2022 the and the 2022-2023 change over years. However, this year we have seen that seasonal uptick reoccur. So in November 2023, we saw 1.9% vacancy rates. December vacancy rates were recorded at 2.5%. So that's an increase of 0.6%. We don't expect it will remain high. Uh, We do believe this is the seasonal adjustment, but we will uh, obviously communicate what happens next month and report back um, at that time. So the Brisbane CBD saw um, more properties that were available for rent throughout December than has typically been experienced in the last several months. East Brisbane, uh, currently sitting at 1.1. 1. 1, so that was a change of 0. 0.3 between November and December. Inner Brisbane sitting at 1.5%, a change of 0.4% between November and December. So remember, this is the seasonal change that we expect. Ipswich, 1.2%, um, an increase from November where it was 1.1%, so only a moderate change of 0.1%. The northern Brisbane suburbs, um, and if you'll reflect back to our episode last week where we talked about the best of the best, um, it was those inner northern suburbs that experienced the greatest rental price increases over the previous 12 months, and they still have the tightest vacancy rates. So November 0.8%, December 0.9%, so a change of 0.1%. So the tighter the vacancy rate, typically providing you've got the demand drivers, you're likely to see more upward pressure on rents. Southeast Brisbane in November, 0.9% by December, 1.1%. Um, so a change of 0.2% there. Southern Brisbane, a change of 0.1%, currently sitting at 1.2%. And finally, West Brisbane uh, vacancy at December was sitting at 1.3%. And that was an increase of 0.2% from November figures.
1: So the, so the growth the growth in the rent in, in Brisbane homes, um, it showed a growth of 6.7% gross yields in houses remained unchanged between November and December, sitting at 3.7%. Units, we've seen an annual change there of 13% across Brisbane, with gross rental yields in units also unchanged at 5.2%.
0: Yeah, so at a national level, house rents increased uh, 7.5%, whereas here in Brisbane's got, as you've mentioned, 6.7%, so slightly under in terms of the national um, rental price performance for houses. However, unit rents nationally increased 10.2%, whereas Brisbane increased 13% in their unit rents across the city. So really strong rental price growth in the unit segment of the market, still strong demand from tenants. And that's what's continuing to push those prices or rent prices up.
1: Yeah, I do, th- I do think that seasonal change and that's something that people need to really remember um, that we're talking about is that is that seasonal change because um, I, I can see there'd still be a lot of pressure on coming into 2024 um, for tenants and trying to find uh, a property to rent.
0: Yeah, I don't think that there's going to be any short-term solution to um, the tight rental supply issue that we have. I don't think that um, tenants will like that news at all, because I think that we'll still see that market pressure putting upward um, pressure on the cost to find a rental home. Um, I think that might cause some structural changes that um, come through in terms of household formation, um, simply because of affordability constraints as well. So the number of people that, that group together to rent out a property might start to increase. So that's a structural change caused by the current circumstances but um you know these types of structural changes are not uncommon especially at a time when rental supply is low and demand remains exceptionally high and i think that we will start to see that come through um in the months as we lead into 2024
1: so leading into into the year a bit of a summary on the, on the back of on the back of the uh, the results we've got there as you can see a lot of things there were a few things that were affected by seasonal things so obviously vacancy rates auction clearance rates. Um, I think in that auction side of things, it was probably uh, the number of people bidding, as we said, that increased slightly. Um, they were the real serious ones. I think that were there trying to get something before Christmas, um, but also low listing numbers. Um, not That hasn't changed. And obviously buyer depth is, is still there in the market. So a lot of pressure on the market um, and um, interesting to see what will come about with those listing numbers uh, in the next couple of weeks.
0: Yeah, and I do think also, um, you know, for those that do follow the economic news, inflation rates are actually more and more um, becoming under control. So there's less uh, pressure on the RBA to increase rates. And in fact, now a lot of the commentary is that rates will start to um, ease as we move into the months of 2024. Of course, any cut to interest rates can often fuel buyer confidence and. Um, of course, lower interest rates also mean higher affordability because people actually have the capacity to to potentially borrow more. Um, I will also say that um, come the middle of the year, the proposed tax cuts uh, for many Australian income earners will mean more cash in people's pockets, and then that's going to allow people to you know feel more confident about buying. Um, assets such as property. So these things actually all come into play to impact on the demand side of things. At the moment in Brisbane, supply is still very constrained, and, and I think unless we see any significant shift in in supply, that is, we if we see a shift in the number of properties that are becoming available for sale, um, then then I can't see how prices. Will will level off. I think that we're still going to see that price pressure because we have a low supply environment, and yet we still have those demand drivers that are pushing prices up. And and just from our own experience, anecdotally in house um, as a buyer's agent, and we work mainly in the inner and middle ring locations of Brisbane. The number of properties that are still still selling very quickly with multiple offers, and we've seen this even in the first couple of weeks of the year in January. Um, you know, we've seen an agent in the inner northern suburbs um, I think they listed 25 properties that were all going to auction and they sold several of those very quickly after the first open home um, to buyers that were happy to buy completely unconditionally and those properties sold with multiple offers in place. So it just gives you an indication of the risk that some buyers are willing to take uh, by buying unconditionally um, prior to auction and, and very, very quickly after the very first open home. The market is still fast paced for quality properties.
1: Yeah. And as we've mentioned a few times before, we do that auction bidding for people. Um, so if that's something you're, you're not in town and you need help, um, reach out to the team at Streamline Property Buyers. Jobs, um, job growth still strong. Um, look, I think the future looks bright for Brisbane. Um, as we've mentioned, tight listings, a lot of buyers there. Um, I think it's a good time. Um, I can't see things changing. And if and if people are looking to get into the market, um, then I think now is a good time to, to start to really consider that um, and get yourself organised.
0: Yeah, I think that for many people who may be waiting for interest rates to come down, um, I think that might be the fuel on the fire and so potentially getting in before that happens um, might be a good move. If we reflect back on other cycles, as soon as interest rates started to drop, markets started to... To increase in terms of their their median price movements. So of course, that's always dependent on several other factors, some of which we have no control of. um, But looking forward at the moment um, into 2024, based on what we are seeing on the ground and based on what the data is showing us and those economic indicators, um, the market for Brisbane is certainly looking strong and buoyant. And we do expect that prices will continue to escalate, not as much month on month, perhaps is what we experienced through some of those months throughout 2023, but um, more consistently um, slower growth month on month. So, you know, there may not be a time where property prices are as low as they are today if we continue to see that level of growth month on month.
1: Fantastic. Well, that's our market update, everyone. I uh, hope that's been good information and kept you up to date what's happening here in Brisbane. Um, as usual, I will let Melinda wrap things up. We've just so you know, we've got some good guests coming up in the future. Um, we're always working on getting some some guests who, to help people educate and, and learn more about Brisbane as well and obviously the research that's done behind the scenes to keep the update on what is happening. So as I said, I'll let Melinda wrap it up. It's been great talking and thanks very much for listening and bye for now.
0: And I will say before we wrap it up that I'd like to thank those Instagram followers that we have that have sent in suggestions. If you don't already follow us on Instagram, um, streamlined property buyers is our, our name. You can easily find us on Instagram through our stories. We sometimes ask for podcast ideas and we got a good flow of interest from our audience just over the last week of of new podcast ideas, um, that we should be touching on. So if you're wanting a say on some of the content that we produce week to week, Um, get onto our Instagram account and follow along. If you have any suggestions, you're welcome to reach out and get in touch. But in the meantime, we hope you have enjoyed this episode. If you have, uh, we would love for you to leave us a review, share the episode with friends and family. And as always, we hope you have a fabulous week and we look forward to speaking with you again soon. Thanks so much and bye for now.